Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Heart is a Muscle podcast. This is Jordan James, and I'm here with Joseph. What are we going to be talking about today? All right, everybody. Snuggle up and get ready, because this is us going to be talking about some sexy times. Sigs. And this is actually uh, a quite a vulnerable one, but it ends up being real fun in the end. Uh, Jordan is going to share some feminine sexual realization she's had recently with the turn of the year um, that are very vital for good sexual health and relationship. Mm -hmm. So there's some excellent tips in here. So stay tuned, listen to the whole thing and you're going to laugh, you're going to cry and you might even get turned on. Ayo. Ayo. Hello, lovely listeners. Hello, everybody out there. This is the Heart is a Muscle podcast coming again. Indeed. Indeed. And spoiler alert, we're both getting over some sickness. So we're going to sound nasally and we're probably going to cough and yep. and Jordan might spit. I Yeah, I might <laughs> hock a loogie. I might need to get up. I do have a cough drop in my mouth because it's a lesser of two evils. Yeah, because sickness. Because sickness. So, if you hear sucking sounds, I promise that's what I'm doing. Yeah, don't get the wrong idea here. (laughs) (laughs) This is a family-friendly show here. (laughs) See, there we go. (laughs) Don't make me laugh. (laughs) It's already started. All right, Jordan James, here we are. It's a nice evening. We both just crushed a bunch of work. You were reading your book, and I was doing a bunch of computer stuff, and then you're like, hey... Let's do a podcast because I have something to fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was something that um, really struck me this morning and um, I was like, oh, I should tell Joseph that. And then I was like, oh, let's just record it. That's what we do after all. So this is a, I mean, it's pretty vulnerable, but that's what we do here. And I am not sure how relatable it's going to be, but. Oh, yeah, I don't know what you're going to talk about. Yeah, this is fresh. This is one of those like. Joseph has no idea. This one's stamped fresh. It's still steaming. It's so fresh. It's still steaming. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Wow. That's a really visceral visual. Um. Okay, yeah. So can you give us some context first so our listeners aren't like, here we go again. <laughs> what? Is there a part of you thinking that? And that you're projecting that onto the listeners? <laughs> no. Of course not. Of course not. <laughs> Um, what sort of context would you like? Uh, well, all I know is that we named this podcast, um, Jordan's feminine sexuality update. (laughs) Oh, nice. Okay. Um, yeah. So that works. I have, um, I have been diving deep into my femininity and sexuality again on a, uh, obviously a deeper level than before. And, um, for so well for my whole life until now, I've looked inside to try to find my own sexuality and there just isn't really anything there. There is, there's shame there. Mm -hmm. There's like, um, emptiness. There's loneliness. Mm-hmm. 2022 this past year 
has been about me finding my femininity in waking life, like in regular day-to-day life and ordinary life, claiming my feminine cycles, claiming my feminine wisdom. I have done a lot of work in claiming that sort of femininity. But when it comes to sexuality, it has always felt very vacant. And my parts have just tried to fill it with... um, whatever they could, whatever was available, which is the patriarchy in our society. Fucking patriarchy. That old patriarchy sneaks in everywhere. Yeah, by the way, the patriarchy exists in the inner world, folks. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. He snuck in there, too? Just just a (laughs) side note. The patriarchy exists only in the inner world. In the outer world, we only see symptoms. The patriarchy is an inner world phenomenon. It's a set of beliefs. It is an organization of parts. Um, It is a plague of the inner world. Mm. That's why it's so hard to combat. Because Mm -hmm. outer world tactics can't combat it. Yeah, you can't protest something on the inner world. Yeah, that's right. And so well, I guess that's, you can, but to to dismantle the patriarchy. <laughs> you can protest anything. Yeah, you can protest anything. Yeah, in this day and age, for sure, you can protest not being able to get a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go back to those times. Those were sensitive times for everybody. <laughs> anyway, now I can get a haircut whenever the hell I want. <laughs> to your right. That's right. My rights got really extended because so many things were taken away from me. Yeah. Such Just kidding, everybody. I didn't give a shit about that. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, that was just a little side note about the patriarchy. Maybe I'll do a workshop on the patriarchy. Ooh, I should. Patriarchy yeah. in the inner world. Ooh, that would be a great workshop. That would be a great way to get people's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ooh, that's, ooh, ooh, that's juicy. All right. Anyway. It's juicy patriarchy. um and so i have how do i want to say this okay so the past several months especially since moving down here to california i've been smoking a lot of weed (laughs) and so that has actually really helped me access my feminine pleasure like we have been able to access uh, some really cool energy work. Yeah. Really super cool energy work. Maybe we can talk about that later. Or oh, on, yeah. Or another we episode. Need, so this is another thing that's going to come for all you people that are wondering about what the hell is energy work. We're going to one day do a sex energy like workshop here and it's going to be juicy. It's going to be so juicy. It's going to be so hot. Yeah. And I mean, Anyways, let's like get distracted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so so anyway, like um this past year we've taken our sex life to another level. Like it's a spiritual experience. It's like it w- and so I was like, "Oh my god, I'm finding I found my feminine pleasure. I'm finding it. I'm like able to like flow with the cycles up and I'm able to move energy through my body now. I found it." And then uh it was time to stop smoking weed. And we had sober sex. We've been having sober sex. And there was one time in particular where after it, I I was just left with like 
a really, I don't know how to describe it, like a, well, a, a really rageful, but at first it doesn't come across as rage. It comes across as like deep dissociation and I go really dorsal. So I go, that's polyvagal theory speak. So I go, um, into like shut down and numb. And then when I was feeling into that, there was a lot of rage and frustration and shame because very often like while I'm having sex, I will feel like something isn't right or I'm not doing it right or I'm not like feeling enough or um, I'm just, I'm really in my head or I'll try to get into my heart and I can't and I'm overthinking it. But then sometimes if I get into it, it's like, I've talked about this on the podcast before. There's like this shadow that comes over me and like, I'll start to imagine things that I don't want to imagine. Like they're, they are, I, w- I was realizing it's like, oh my God, I wonder if these are the sexual fantasies of somebody like my dad. <laughs> like these are the fantasies of a man who does not believe he's worthy of love. Um, and that needs to manipulate and coerce. It's just like all of the poison of it, the immature masculine sexuality comes out and I get this experience sometimes afterwards that like this might be kind of graphic but this is how it feels in my inner world that I've just like raped myself and um and I my other parts get really frustrated because they're like this is supposed to be something that I can enjoy that I can embody that like it's supposed to be something that's mine and it and instead it's something that like harms me and that like I'm like re-traumatizing myself every time um and so that was I think that's a lot of where the rage comes from because it's like what the fuck yeah what the fuck um And a lot of it has to do with the fact that I just haven't connected with femininity on a really core, really core level. Like I've had parts that don't want to be feminine. You know, like why I've, I've talked about this before too. Like, why do we have to be the weaker one? Why do we have to be the one in more danger? There's so much, um, internalized shame of being feminine. And, and it's like when I have sex or go into that space, because it puts me in a, in a different space. It's like, yes, I'm in the outer world, but also in touch with the inner world too. It's kind of like when you're, it's kind of like going into a meditation or something. Like when I enter into that, the space of my sexuality in the inner world, it has been a really, gross like icky place and I'm I'm not making any of my parts wrong for the burdens that they're carrying but it's just not a fun experience to have um <coughs> so all of that is the backstory actually <laughs> to what I was going to tell you um and so what I was going to I have had a I've had quite a few breakthroughs with reconnecting to femininity on a, on a like, 
really core level. So it, that's showing up in my, it's in my, it's only in my inner world right now. Um, because even when I self pleasure, that shadow comes in too. So, uh, it's just, so, it's like, I, I can't access my pleasure without like violating myself. It feels like, or without like becoming face to face with that. And it fucking sucks. Or it's like, it's a hard, it's a fine line to, it's a fine line for me to experience, um, or try to walk or try to navigate. Um, but I have been having a lot of breakthroughs lately around, (coughs) excuse me, reconnecting with, um, my femininity, reconnecting with, uh, a new God, God as woman. Uh, and I've, uh, been in dreams and also in meditations and, uh, yeah, in dreams and in meditations and in my inner world, I, I have seen images of myself or I just un- unconsciously go toward like, um, breastfeeding from God, from the great mother. And like, she just keeps saying like, drink up. There's more than enough for you. There's more than enough, like drink to your full. And so I've just been letting myself do that because, uh, I think on a, on a certain level, it's rewiring my infant self who never, never did breastfeed for whatever reason. I never was interested in breastfeeding. I always rejected it. I don't know what is up with that, but it was just something that I, that I never like had that access to of that, that, um, really nurturing feminine place. So it feels like really innocent feels like (coughs) it's going back to the very beginning and rewriting that story. So anyway, all that's backstory. What I wanted to tell you is that, um, I am finding from that place of communing with the great mother, I am not only finding my own femininity on a deeper level, but like also my sexuality and my, my sexuality that is for me. Um, because remember that morning when I was horny and I was like playing with myself and stuff that morning, it was a really like spiritual experience because I was like in my sexual energy And I was imagining like the great mother and she was telling me like, drink up, there's more than enough for you. So it was like, I was connecting my, my body with my sexuality, with femininity, with safe feminine. (coughs) And so there is something like all on its own. It just feels like I just have to participate in the unfolding. There's not anything I need to do in particular. There's nothing I can do to like force anything to happen in a certain way. But on my own there is this new place from which to be sexual from and I uh, wanted to tell you that because I want to take that process of mine seriously and what that means is I don't know exactly what that means but I 
Okay, now I'm going to stop pretending or stop thinking about being on a podcast and just actually talk to you for a second. All right. Um, okay, yeah, what was I going to say to you? Yeah. Okay, so hopefully I'll find the words as I as I go. I um I am going to need to go really uh slow. I might need to go really slow sexually. Uh like I might not be ready for th- for things that I'm usually ready for because I I want to go at the pace that this is unfolding like I want to experience my sexuality from a pure place from a place that's mine not like the icky weird patriarchal place that it's like a, an immature masculine place it was like because I had no feminine sexuality no connection to my feminine sexuality I my parts have done their best to like take on the the sexuality that I could, which is just the sexuality of immature masculine. <clears throat> and I don't want to, I don't, I want to do my best not to be intimate from that place. Or, and it's, it's not like not from that place, but I want to go slow enough to be intimate from, from a true place inside of me. And so I don't, I don't, I don't know exactly what that's going to look like, but it might look like needing to stop in between needing to stop like while we're having sex or just going really slow. But what I don't want to stop is like your, you expressing your desire for me. I don't, what I don't want to stop is, is your advances. I, what I, I like, I want to stay in intimate connection with you. And like last night, I really, really liked it when <coughs> it was like there was some like sexual desire happening, and your hand was uh, on my pussy when we were watching a movie, and uh, like it, it was really, it was like, oh, how far is he gonna take this? Like it was really fun and really exciting, and um, uh, yeah, so like having having a lot of intimate times like that where there is um there's intimacy but there's no pressure not that I've ever I've never felt pressured by you um yeah I think there might be more that I want to say but I'm going to stop right there and see what you're hearing and like what how it's landing yeah I mean, we've kind of gone through phases like this in the past before too, when there's been a, uh, a reorganizing of what your sexuality is like way back in the day when we were doing that, uh, Tantra book that we always like make fun of. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> there was actually some really meaningful like discoveries that we made about being seen and being witnessed as like a sexual being that were really kind of shuddering for your, your system. Mm-hmm. And we had to kind of go, go back through something kind of similar to this where it was kind of touch and go for a while. Um, 
which is for me it's just like sure whatever like yeah there's not really going to be any um real hesitation but what i need is yeah to be or to have like explicit communication about like what is and what isn't like um what's what is and what isn't jiving and yeah because yeah last night i definitely because you kind of been putting out some of the energy of like and, and said that like oh yeah you know um like when i've been been kind of rooting around on you and been like sharing my desire but you've you've kind of been like yeah we need to like take it slow or whatever or like uh, there's going to be some pause and so yeah I was kind of like um testing the waters but was like yeah I'm not gonna really I'm not gonna do anything here yeah yeah so I this is what I why I wanted to be explicit about is that I think what I need from you actually is I mean as much as you're willing is for you to be continue to be explicit and and maybe even for you to lead me into this i feel like this is something that the the sacred masculine can really help me blossom into because like feminine sexuality it's about receiving and so i feel like if you keep offering me the invitations with your desire and like i i would have been open for you to take it further last night But I, so I want to say like, I would love for you to continue to like, not, not try, not like shove down your desire because you're worried that it might be too much for me. I almost need you to like, you know, still own yourself and your sexuality and be, and, and, and invite me into my sexuality into deeper intimacy with you. And if I say no, or if I need to go slow, like I, I don't, I wanted to be explicit about this, that that's, it's not a rejection of (coughs) you or your sexuality or anything. It's, um, and it's not even like a no to you. It's a no to the immature masculine sexuality inside of me. And it's a, it's a yes to like, wanting to stay in intimacy with you but wanting it to come from a real true place inside of me and so um yeah what i would love for you to do is to keep like actually you're you the more you express your desire for me the more it invites me into that into that place the more like opportunity it gives for me to have this conversation within myself to make to have it with you to uh to to tune in to see if my body wants to open to that so like what i what i would love from you is uh all your desire and like all all of your leadership in the bedroom it's not only in the bedroom it's not only in the bedroom <laughs> <laughs> Leadership in the kitchen, <laughs> leadership in on the couch the situation. Couch situation. <laughs> <laughs> leadership out on the pond. <laughs> nah, just kidding, folks. We're very traditional, missionary only. 
<laughs> Except at the end. <laughs> well, I mean, what can I say? Um, yeah, no, that's, uh, it's all good. And I, you know, so your instructions for me are basically like, don't do anything different. Yeah. Don't do anything different. I just wanted to be explicit about what's happening for me because I might respond differently than I usually have responded in the past. Yeah. And I'll just be like, oh, whatever. (laughs) No, no. Like, um, and I I don't think I'll respond like, what the fuck? No, (laughs) you know, uh, it's not, it's not like it's, I'm, I am going to like reject your advances. It's more about me tuning into my, my body to see if it wants to open, Mm -hmm. if it's ready to open. Because I was reading this, this book, I was going to tell you this. And then I started reading this book. Um, and it's talking about this exact shit. Which book is this? Um, the pregnant virgin. Oh yeah. Yeah. By Marion Woodman and holy shit. I mean, they recommended highly recommended, but only for inner world geeks like me that can get down with some young, but the feminine side of young. Yeah. Some of that hung young. (laughs) Hung young. (laughs) (laughs) Um, um, that would be my porno like uh, personality. <laughs> I'd be a, I'd be a porno star like therapist called Hung Young. <laughs> I'd be your OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> Talk naughty therapy things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. So yeah, that that's all that I wanted to say is that something is being reoriented inside of me. Mm. Um, and so I don't. I don't need anything differently from you. I just wanted to give you and your parts a heads up. Mm-hmm. If I, you know, if I need to go slower or something, it's not because you're doing anything wrong or because I don't want you. It's because I want to give this some time. Oh, and I, what I was going to say in this book is that it, when I'm, when a woman is in this, in this process of reuniting sexuality and spirituality on a deeper level, um, if, she goes if she goes against the body and what the body actually needs in that moment like the body will can respond really like violently or really like passionately (laughs) oh yeah with some oh what's that word flatulence (laughs) no (laughs) she already does that (laughs) um no it's like when uh, push uh, pushback or it's like you know when Feedback. when there's a, a firefighter and you bully past it to the exile and then the firefighter like gets back at you later oh retribution yeah, yeah. sure yeah oh. yeah oh, like no. like the if i and so i'm i'm not i don't want to make don't it do like it, sweet woman Oh yeah. I don't want to make it a life or death thing. I don't want to make it like a bigger deal than it is, but it also is a big deal. And I want to honor, I want to start like honoring my, my body and actually getting in tune with my body and what it wants and what it needs. Well, shoot. Yeah. We've let's, let's look at our past history with sweet woman. Every time you really tune into what she needs and what she wants, like what happens? more love more magic yeah Yeah. more magic every time you go against what she wants what does she do 
flatulence. <laughs> Crazy body syndrome. <laughs> the Seebs. Yeah. CBS. Yeah. No, totally. So, um, yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to, I wanted to tell you all of that. Well, hot diggity. Yeah. Um, no, that's, that's not that big of a request. Um, this is a pretty normal fare for us. Because, uh, yeah, we have been in this, like, pretty space cadet phase of just really, like... Um, really going walk- to the moon on yeah, each other. walking the, the frontiers of, like, time and space <laughs> with sex with the aid of the uh, Merry Wands. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's been really great. Uh, but it has been kind of a, like, um, theme park ride. Yeah. Um, even though it is really like it's a really crazy thing to uh, to feel the energetic like melding of each other when mm-hmm. you're just totally lost in mm-hmm. your own like yeah. sexuality when you can't tell who's who that's the, <laughs> that's that cr- kind of crazy shit mm-hmm. highly recommended yeah um but yeah it can't always be like that because that's you know kind of altered that's altered state sex. Yeah, I want to be able to have g- good sober sex too. And I like we've we've had plenty of good sober sex, but it's just coming off of all that amazing high sex that it's like the sober sex yeah. is like, all right, I've got to get used <laughs> to this again. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely some of that where I think even even my system was kind of like, this is great and all, but. This isn't quite as like great as <laughs> yeah as la- as, as last time even. yeah as the like kaleidoscope of <laughs> of amazingness that, uh-huh. that uh, the past couple of weeks have been. Mm-hmm. So that's how we finished out twenty twenty two was in a flurry of like uh, astronomical s- yeah sex ecstasy yeah not to humble brag or anything you know. <laughs> <laughs> can't really humble brag about the come down when you're just like oh man yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. but but i also think it's it's i like i want it to be accessible to me to experience that while i'm sober too yeah and i mean you know this isn't a criticism but like the energy is definitely obvious when it's like not going (laughs) yeah and it's it's not sexy yeah um and it kind of is one of those things where it's it's almost a better to be like, hey, um, doesn't really seem like you're feeling this. Mm-hmm. So why don't we like try this again later? Mm-hmm. Which is one of those things with sex where you know I think is a is a actually a more positive thing to do if like you start out and you're you both are thinking you're into it, but then eventually it kind of like peters out or something happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's it's okay to call a timeout on it and and save it for later or just kind of hit the abort button and be like, nah, yeah, better look next time. Yeah, I don't think that has to be um, a real shameful event. Um, and I get why like it can be associated that way because because we, uh, especially as Americans, if you're not an American, this might not make as much sense, but American sexuality is based off of like a legacy of Puritan like shame and guilt and all that kind of just nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
So it's really easy when like, and we're brought up on this like myth of, of pornography being like the uh, pinnacle of what sex is supposed to be like. So, mm-hmm. you know, when sex is mediocre or sex is just kind of average or sex kind of takes a bad turn and it's not that great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we experience so much shame because of that. Or we can. Yeah, I mean, there's mm-hmm. so many parts that are just like, well, we didn't live up to, we don't know whose expectations, but we didn't live up to it. So, mm-hmm. Uh, shame on you and shame on your family shame on your cow all that kind of good stuff (laughs) Uh and shame is the least sexy thing in like the entire universe which is a double like kick in the nuts oh my god right (laughs) yeah um because like i think i mean it's okay to be like disappointed because sex is a really exciting thing and it's a really uh, meaningful way to like share intimacy with your partner and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And, you know, if you don't really care about the person, it's kind of easy to brush it off and be like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. Mm-hmm. But when you're in relationship, you know, sex is a pretty vital part of it. Yeah. Especially, I mean, it like sex is kind of that borderline where a relationship becomes like an intimate relationship. Mm-hmm. Um it's one of those things you know people always say what is it uh what's the term that you call it uh friends with benefits yeah the friends with benefits things always kind of seems to fall apart because like um intimacy is a trip the intimacy is is hard to like ignore yeah and uh so yeah when sex kind of goes goes south or doesn't go the right way it doesn't have to be um, this big negative event. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be a real opportunity to like um, take some time to see what went wrong. Like with all things in life, you have to fail your way to success. So, you know, yeah, you gotta, if something didn't go right, it's a meaningful ex- experience to share like what did and didn't go right and see see how you can adjust yeah yeah so is that something that you would be open to like if i whenever if if we start or wherever we're at in that process if i need to stop and like reevaluate no you're not open to that i'm not open to that (laughs) all right well (laughs) that's the discussion you need to perform your duties (laughs) moan louder yeah (laughs) yeah no all jokes aside, that's perfectly fine, perfectly normal. Mm-hmm. We're gonna be the the good example for y'all. Um, and um, yeah, I mean, if uh, I'm gonna take it a step further and be the container of like, if uh, I can sense you're not feeling it, I'm gonna call your bluff on that. Oh, <laughs> please like, do. What's that's up with so you? Hot. <laughs> That's so hot. Please do. Dries bone down here. What's going on? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) No, there's so many things wrong with that last thing. Just kidding. Because, okay, what what is that thing from that book that we read? Which one? Sexual arousal isn't the same Uh, as as your body's genital response response or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was a really, it was kind of one of those things when you heard it, you're like, one plus two. Two plus 
five equals eight. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's let's say that again because I think that is a a very thing, and this is an actual like physiologically studied thing that yeah. your what is it? Your sexual sexual arousal or sexual desire. Arousal. So how horny you are. Yeah, how horny you actually are actually ha- can have nothing to do with your body's response. Right. So if a woman is wet, that does not mean she's horny. She might be. She might not be. Like, or because be- this is really important in terms of like um, rape allegations and stuff like that. Because he could say she was wet. She wanted it. Her body wanted it. Oh, she man. just thought that she. All of that is the most like you know? asinine bullshit. Yeah. And so the like. Most basic like. <laughs> the most basic like i'm just gonna blame you because i can yeah but like <laughs> don't do that, dudes everybody. get away with that shit all the time like it's it's infuriating so that that's why it's really important to say that jesus christ and, and if a woman is dry that does not mean that she's not horny she might not be but she might be like yeah some sometimes that can like our cycles can totally fuck that up too so now i'm trying to think I don't have a perfect perspective on this, but if a guy fails to have a boner, does that mean that he could also be horny, but just having problems with his boner? Yes. Yeah. I'm sure that that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But it's okay, guys. If your, if your wiener doesn't want to cooperate, there's nothing wrong with you. mm -hmm. Might just need to smack around a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I think the study was like for men, it's more sexual arousal and body response were more closely related, but still not all the time, but they were more closely related than women's women's was all over the place mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah i grind my teeth when i'm horny <laughs> <laughs> oh that's what just, that is just look at you and just <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> it's so hot yeah i know you like that <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah um no, this sounds like a fine experiment. This is a normal progression <laughs> in um, a normal uh, sexual relationship. And folks, like, take a look at yourself, everybody. Don't have sex for the sake of, like, we're supposed to be doing it. Yeah. Because that's just the worst. Well, I do want to say a couple part, a couple parts in me are that my parts are worried about a couple scenarios playing out. Okay. One of them is... Um, our sexuality can become like something that's unfulfilling to you, but your but my parts are worried that your parts are not going to say anything about that, and you'll just take your sexuality elsewhere. Yeah, I mean that's typically your parts. <laughs> Classic George. Classic George parts. No, I get that. Um. And so I'm I'm not looking for like any certainty that no 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 that's not going to happen but I just I I just want to bring that to the table. Yeah, I mean, it it is going to be one of those things of like um if how do I want to say this? Like there is I don't want to say an expectation, but like agreeing to this is kind of like okay, but this is moving towards finding a more like healthy version of what you're looking for. Yes. This is not just like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to participate because like, this is my new excuse Mm -hmm. or this is like my new thing that my parts have to like deal with. So whatever. 
Um, and you know, you're literally asking me to just come, come rooting on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) So I refer to, um, sexual advances, sexual advances. I get rooting. I've been finishing your sentences a lot on this podcast. I'm sorry. Well, now that you said it, I'm deeply offended. <laughs> I'm going to re-listen to this thing. And, and just put rage. A, put a, put I did bell. it again. <laughs> and put a bell every time you do it so the listeners know shame. how terrible you are. The bell of shame. Yeah, <laughs> I love the little bell, the shame bell meme. <laughs> we, should, we should get a shame bell. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a bell around here, do we? We probably no. have a piece of metal we can clang together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're real primitive on it yeah. yeah but um back to that yeah because uh i have in the past i don't know like 72 hours since this has kind of been brewing have definitely felt uh attractiveness towards you and been like yeah better not it seems like uh seems like something's going on and better wait till you know the all clear mm-hmm. <laughs> the all clear bell has been been rung mm-hmm. and so that's uh what this is kind of kind of is and so you better fucking watch out <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm excited yeah um oh the other thing that i wanted to say is a big part of um what i need to organize it within myself now is if i don't come that has to be okay like that that yeah. can't i don't want you mm-hmm. to wait to try to wait for me to come i don't want like i mean you can be in tune you can do whatever you want but like i might not and that's got to be okay yeah that that's something i i can't do for you because there there is a certain amount of like restraint i can hold to to hold back the release for myself. Hold, hold, hold. I just, you know, I've got hold fast tattooed across yeah. my knuckles and I just stare at that. <laughs> um, yeah, because eventually, like, um, there is that point where sex kind of becomes a chore when you're just like, we've been at this for a while. Is, is does, does someone want to, like, bow out here or, uh-huh. or do we want to do something about this? Yeah. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen that often, but, um, that's something that, um, I know is for your parts, a real big hang up when it's like, you know, we have a nice good sesh, but it doesn't click for you. And then it's, it clicks for me and then it's kind of over and then, then the tears come (laughs) (laughs) and the, like the, a lot of parts come forward and are really <laughs> sad and stuff like that. Yeah. And it would be good to have that, which is a totally normal thing. Like, um, there's no expectation or obligation for you to have an orgasm. There is definitely the desire for it because, you know what? It's fucking great. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it doesn't happen, like, um, it, it definitely makes me sad to be like, well, I enjoyed that, but... And I think you enjoyed that, but now it's ruined. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And so I think I can, um, I mean, I'm not saying I won't get messy like that again, but I like when you get messy, (laughs) but like if I, if I, I I can accept within myself, like, okay, I've got to go really slow with this in my body, which means I might not 
come for a while. Like, well, I don't know. We'll see. But I've got to let that be okay. And so that I, I feel like an important part of this reorientation to my sexuality is more about staying in the present moment, staying in in open receiving to whatever's happening without trying to like, without trying to come, without trying to like make it be something or culminating into something or worrying that it's not, that I'm not feeling enough or that I'm not doing it right. Because very like, that's when the tears and the shame come mm-hmm. after sex is when I'm like, I tried so hard to like try to make this work and there's something wrong with me and I can't do it. And like, that's what a lot of those tears yeah. are. And so if I just accept from the get go that like, I, pr- I probably won't come. Like I can just experience whatever, whatever is here and be intimate with whatever is here. Mm-hmm. Um, I already think that's going to give me a better experience or a more, a truer experience where that shadow won't come in. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, and I think this is some useful advice that I want to make sure I don't get into mansplaining mode about this, that, um, you know, your orgasm and, and female orgasm, when you get in your head is like a one way ticket for that shit to get like just knocked off, like not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. The female orgasm does not happen in your head. No. It happens in your body. Yeah. With, well, with an open heart, especially. Right. I'm so realizing more, like, yeah, I've got to open my heart more. The more that, cause I think that's what makes the, uh, the altered state sex so much more easier is because like, that altered state is just easier to connect with the sensations and feelings in your body, especially with, you know, the right kind of weed Mm -hmm. um, where you're just naturally that much more in tune with your body's sensations. Yeah, totally. Um, And it's much easier to just get like, to just totally let your mind go Yeah, and get lost in the experience. Cause that's kind of the crazy thing when, you that's where like you feel you get that sensation of like i don't know who is who because you're like your logical um fact collecting brain is kind of just like um, yeah it's like whatever <laughs> yeah and like your bodies just seem to be so energetically connected mm-hmm. versus on the sober side um you know who hasn't been there and and been in the act and then thought about like shit, I need to go, like, change up the laundry. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, I got this to do tomorrow at work and whatever. And, you know, for women, like, when that narrative happens, like, it's kind of game over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's hard to recover from yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, even for guys, like, that can, that can definitely be the point where you're just like wait a minute what am i doing here and you're like oh, I'm losing this boner come on back boner <laughs> come here, boy. on back your boy here come boy. on back <laughs> yeah um so yeah that's that's kind of part of it too of like um you know if one thing you could say is like i'm really in my head right now as we're having sex it would be like gotcha Let's, uh, let's yeah. wrap this up. Yeah. Yeah. I, and like, what, what happens when I say that? Because if I'm really in my head, there's this period of, of like, all, my balls turn totally blue and swell to an enormous, <laughs> and it's extremely, it's extremely painful. painful. 
<laughs> so you're literally torturing yeah me. i just want you to know that <laughs> god right that's a fucking message people are told that's so that's, fucked up for anyone who can't tell it that's a joke that's a total joke because that's <laughs> don't that let anybody say lie. that to you don't, let, don't ever believe that that is blue balls is i would not say a total fallacy like it sucks but like it is not painful and like jack yourself off yeah i was gonna say like it's really that bad like you've got a right you got 30 hand seconds to <laughs> to freedom <Yeah. laughs> so anyways let's not get distracted by by me and my silliness uh, i love your silliness um so you're asking what does that do for me oh yeah because well i was gonna say because there's a period like just because if i'm in my head like if you want to finish if you've got 30 seconds couple minutes left like if I can go ahead, like that's not a problem for me. That that actually like helps me feel like okay, at least he got he, what he wanted. I was able to communicate that I was in my head. Uh, well done, both of us. Yeah. So like, but but if like that, if you're like, yeah, me too, or something. If you want to stop, that's cool too. But I just want to say like, if I if I say like I'm in my head or something, you can be like, okay, give me thirty seconds or give me give me a I'll you know be like, a minute and a half. Who's in there? <laughs> Yeah, no, I hear you on that. Um, mm. And that can be fun, too, because uh, that's kind of one of the things that we've played with sometimes, too, of, like, if you're not really in the mood, but, like, I am, it can kind of be a turn on to be like, well, why don't you just, like, we don't have to have sex, but. Mm-hmm. You can, like, come on me or something. Yeah, why don't we just uh, uh-huh. try one of the alternatives here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm cool with that, like, you know. Mm-hmm. Because. You know, the the male orgasm is pretty like I don't know what you want to call it, but it's it's pretty like just kind of routine maintenance type of a thing. Mm-hmm. And um so there's not a whole lot of like mystery to it. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. <laughs> it's pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is kind of a nice little courtesy to be like, well, we kind of went this far, like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, let's finish up right here and then uh, we'll go night night. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because there is, is nothing better than like uh, getting off and then snuggling down. Oh, I man. know. That's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. That's good stuff. I'll put you right to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And there, there is something like, even if I, even if I'm in my head or something and I I have accepted, yeah, I'm not going to come like this is, I'm just receiving whatever is here. But if I'm receiving your like full animal self, like I still can love that. Even if I'm not going to come, even if I'm um, like, not feeling super sexy but you are like in your animal desire and i'm receiving that i love that too mm-hmm. so it doesn't i i don't have to be in this like perfectly ecstatic state for for me to enjoy that like if i'm in my head and and like i'm like i'm not gonna come or something and and you just like unleash it, everything on me i love that <laughs> well close your eyes then yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but, but if I, if I want to stop, I will stop, you know, but I don't always, just because I'm in my head doesn't mean I always need to stop right then. Mm -hmm. Well, this sounds like a fine arrangement here. 
Uh, I'll draw up the paperwork and we'll get, uh, we'll talk, your lawyer can talk to my lawyer and we'll my people get signatures. talk to your people. Yeah. yeah. And we'll, uh, we'll get this in writing and go forward. <laughs> Sounds good, baby. Yeah. Um, but all jokes aside, cause I'm just a silly, I'm just a silly boy. Um, this is a very healthy thing to be doing because, uh, going like, Living in an existence of just like bad sex is the worst and it can lead to resentment. It can lead to more shame on shame on shame Mm -hmm. Um, and eventually can, you know, put a pretty big hex on on a relationship. Yeah. So working through these things um, when they do arise because, you know, sex is a weird thing. Sex is a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Sometimes it's jiving and running and... You can't get enough of it, and sometimes it's needs some maintenance done on it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a, a nice, fine Italian car. <laughs> it is. Sometimes with the right gas and some open runway, that thing just screams. Mm-hmm. But then you got to take it into the shop because it mm-hmm. needs its valves adjusted. Yep. Yeah, I need to take my myself yeah, we to gotta, the shop. We got to take you to the shop, get underneath that hood. Yeah. <laughs> Start rooting around yeah, under there. Yeah, I'll go in there. <laughs> Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, this wow. would be a great way, great segue into us doing more butt stuff. So, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's what we said for this year. <laughs> that was our resolution. That was our resolution. <laughs> I thought we were talking about your butt, though. Oh. Well, <laughs> I'll talk to your my lawyer can talk to your lawyer, and we might need to go negotiate on that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, just to like kind of tell people a little bit more about us, like I'm just not interested in butt stuff. (laughs) It's like cool to poke around and say, hey, every once in a while, but nah, poop's gross. Poop's, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But also no judgment for people who are into butt stuff. No, no, this is my own personal opinion. If if you love butt stuff. I, I like butt stuff, I would say. Okay. Like in general. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to, maybe I'll have to get over my 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 own self and. Well, I mean, it's, it's also want. not make or break for me either. Yeah, it's not make or break for me either. Gone down that road and take it or leave it. Yeah. But if you love it and it's your absolutely like best thing, then by all means, have at. Well, I'm a Cancer <laughs> rising. Cancers love butt stuff. Oh man, of course they do. Cancers fucking there's they secretly they they come across all like feely and tender and stuff, but then they're like. Just put it in my butt. Stick a finger up there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this started as a really meaningful <laughs> sensitive, and it is, it is. We've absolutely into disgraced ourselves. Pure here. debauchery. <laughs> but you know what? It's fun to throw a little bit of uh, humor and silliness into yeah. serious matters. Because I feel like some people are gonna fucking love this episode, and some people are gonna be like, "What the fuck did I just listen to?" <laughs> You're listen, welcome, everybody. You're listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. We don't fuck around here. <laughs> the dick is a muscle, too. Pussy's a muscle. <laughs> That's why I tie a weight to the end of my dick. <laughs> reps. <laughs> Fucking reps. Forever Kegels. Forever Kegels. Um. So, yeah. No, this is great. Thank you for sharing what's been going on, and thank you for uh, telling me what your... I don't know, kind of plan is. Yeah. I feel like that's what we talked about. Yeah. 
and, and what you would like. Yeah. That's, that's very nice. That helps. Helps and, me give you what you want. Um, and thank you for being understanding because I think there is a fear for women to talk about these things with their man because they're afraid they're going to be met with like, like she (laughs) just that sound. (laughs) Yeah. That basically that sound of like, you know, I'm just trying to have a good time with sex and she always wants to talk. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Yeah, guys, come on now. Come, Come on, on now. now. Come on now. This it's is a two-way like, street. If yeah. all you're out for is just to fucking get off, then you're kind of missing a lot. Right? Thank you. Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So even though, gentlemen, there may be parts of you, there's even parts of me that are kind of like, here we go, or have to make that sound of like, uh-huh. um, those parts are just fine. Listen to them. But uh, this is kind of my new motto. Uh, Choose the uncomfortable path because it will pay out in the long run. Yeah, that's what I was saying is like uh, I totally hear those parts that are like, but I I think that um, like they're going to be happy with the results if they if they participate in this with me, you know, I mean, not that not that I want them to do it just because of the results, not because. Like I want you to be intimate with me as, as we're in this process, but I don't know. I think that's one thing that men don't quite understand is if they can ride the wave of the, uh, inconvenient part of the feminine, it usually gives way to Mm -hmm. like a cornucopia of pleasure. Yeah. This is, this is kind of an interesting thing. Um, I'm going to tie this into something that's totally separate, but then tie it back into sex. There's a kind of a turn of phrase or nomenclature in sales and marketing is it is way cheaper to keep the customer that you have than to go find a new one. (laughs) And it's the same thing with sex. It is way more beneficial and healthy to work through the problems you have with the person you're with than it is to cut bait and like mm-hmm. go and try and find someone new. Mm-hmm. Um, because that grass, there's no guarantee that grass is going to be greener, guys. No. And you can fantasize all you want and make because, up whatever story you want. Yeah. <laughs> that She's going to ultimately end up being a woman too that has things to work through. Fucking shocker. And <laughs> usually if the grass does seem greener, if you've cut bait and found somebody else, it's only because when we first get to know each other, we don't really share our intimacies because yeah, everyone has this, this notion that if you do that, no one's going to like you for the first six months. You're not actually dating the person you're dating. The representative. Yeah. <laughs> and then you'll have to just keep cutting bait. So my recommendation is, uh, see the person for who they are, meet them where they are, appreciate them for who they are. That's uh, that's called loving somebody. That's called loving. Yeah. And like in the grand scheme of things, if we like in the grand scheme of our lives, what we're going to look back on is our relationships and the, the people that we've loved. Those are going to be the source of the biggest treasures we find. Mm-hmm. It's called making love people. Come on. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> Um, but no, take care of each other out there. This is what this podcast is all about. Yeah. No guarantee that it's going to work out. And if you find that 
sexual incompatibility is a real, real thing that can't be resolved. Like that's a choice and a decision you can make. Mm -hmm. But if this is just kind of something, a bump in the road, like shit, you got good enough shocks to take that bump in the road. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also my dudes, when you, uh, if you ride the storm, see this thing through, it comes out. Then you just look like a fucking stud. Exactly. And you're going to be laying pipe left, right, and center. Exactly. <laughs> laying pipe? Yeah. Isn't that taking a shit? No, that's laying cable. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I could have fucked that up. But you'll get laid more. Yeah. There if you, you see this through. Mm-hmm. The pipe get- will lay you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a that's a whole podcast right there. Good job, wow, Jordan. Good job, we did it. That was a really fun one. That was a fun one. Yeah, people know more fun. about our intimate life than they care to, but I'm not apologizing for that. Well, my hope is that people can hear ours and be like, you know what, ours isn't that weird now. Yeah. Or they can think, my God, what's wrong with us? <laughs> <laughs> but. It, Either case, we're here for you, folks. Mm-hmm. We love you all here at the uh, Heart is a Muscle podcast. So send us a speedy recovery from whatever we have. Yeah. Bronchitis. You know, mm-hmm. I did a pretty good job not coughing too much. You did. That cough drop. I didn't have to hawk any loogies, so. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. You want to wrap this up with any final notes, Jordan, or do you feel complete? I feel complete. I'm just really grateful for you. And, um, feeling, feeling so, it's just, it feels so, I know I say this all the time, but it feels so good to be with a masculine that is willing to understand the feminine and is willing to ride the waves of the feminine. And that isn't just like trying to get his or, or views the feminine as an inconvenience. Like I feel really cared for and like properly loved and, met as a whole person yeah, and respected for the feminine creature that I am. That is the only way things will get better. Yeah. Is if we take that stance. Yeah. And that is my stance. Gentlemen, you'll be hearing from me soon. Yeah, that's right. Keep it coming eye for out. you all mm-hmm, for what Joseph has for you. Right. Dudes fret not. We'll fix this together. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Well, Go out there and have some sexy times. Yeah, Shoot, have some that's sex. My only advice. Even if you got just yourself, man. Oh, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. There is yeah. nothing wrong with that. Take your, give yourself a good time. Yeah, drop a nice bath. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do, folks. Okay, well, I know what we're going to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Until next time, everybody, this is Joseph and the lovely Jordan James over there. Saying goodbye. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Heart is a Muscle podcast. If you enjoyed this content, we've got a great way for you to find some more content. Yeah, so we've got bonus episodes and live Ask Me Anythings and some awesome merch available for our Patreon supporters. If you want to learn more, you can check that out at patreon.com slash the heart is a muscle. If you'd like to connect more with Joseph, you can find him on Instagram and Facebook at the one and only Joseph. That's T-H-E, the number one, A-N-D-O-N-L-Y-J-O-S-E-F. Yay. Yay.
If you want to connect more with me, Jordan, um, you can find me on Instagram uh, at just Jordan James. I spell my name J-O-R-D-I-N. So at just Jordan James. See you there. See you later.